0: Hey everyone, welcome to the New City Church podcast, and welcome today to episode number 10 of Ask Pastor Joel. Each week we take questions concerning the previous week's sermon from New City Church, or even just a burning biblical question that's weighing on someone's heart. And back in the studio today, have Pastor Joel.
1: Hey man, how you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm ready to answer a question.
0: I'm I'm ready for you to answer a question too. It's been, I think it's been two weeks since we've uh, been in the studio again. So yeah, yeah, um, it's good to be back. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so the question we have today comes from Hannah, and her question is: Can Satan control our dreams and make us dream about certain things?
1: Wow. So um, we have had this one on deck for a while, and I do that on some of the questions because of uh, the need to research and study and pray and look at some of the the texts. So um, I know that you've been waiting for this one for a little bit, Hannah. So here we we go. Um, And I I do think that this is something that probably a lot of people think about and wonder about. It's one of those questions that's just a, a great curiosity because everybody dreams and everybody has experienced nightmares and it gets us thinking. And so I'll start with just Something I think I can say pretty clearly is that there are no direct scriptures that speak about Satan or demons having direct access to our minds in order to cause dreams or nightmares. So, I mean, unless, unless somebody can find, I mean, both myself and then other research and looking at other commentaries and just word searches, you just can't, you can't find it. Um, so I think that's a good place to start. Scripture doesn't positively say anything about that being able to be done, but there are some other inferences and there's some other things that we can think about. So it is a valid question, considering the fact that beginning at childhood, uh, Austin, you probably have experienced terrifying dreams. Um, Most people, beginning in their childhood, experience dreams that are so terrifying that you have to wonder, like, what's going on here? I remember some seriously spiritual dreams when I was uh, probably, I can probably remember back to like eight or nine years old, and they were actually directly about Satan, um, where I had a conscious understanding that this dream, you know how that happens in a dream, it's not clearly defined, but your subconscious knows that it is that thing. So I remember that eight or nine years old and talking to my parents about it and um, I had begun to hear about Christ from my mother, and I was being taught spiritual things, including the fact that Satan was the enemy of God. These things were all in my mind from being taught truths and so combine this with cartoons that I was watching i don 't you are you familiar with any eighties and 90s cartoons like he man like they they were demonic, like they were full of like evil spirits and like skeletor and all these crazy like so i don 't know you combine all of that and you 've got a pretty good formula for the mind to start producing some dark footage <laughs> and reels when you go into your... Reels were different back then. I mean, like, like the reel, you know, that round thing that spins, like the old movies? Yeah. But that happened, you know, while you're sleeping. Did Satan cause those dreams? I don't think so. I don't think Satan was the cause, the direct causation of that happening. So, what we do have ample evidence of in Scripture is God using the dream state When you're sleeping to speak to people for all kinds of reasons that's a cool part of the study when you start looking at scripture about dreams what you do find ample evidence of is god's ability to speak through dreams cause dreams and give messages through dreams so we have genesis 20 where he spoke to abimelech and saying don't don't sleep with abraham's wife Uh, we have prophetic dreams like joseph where he got in trouble with his brothers, but the dream was very specific. You're going to rule over your brothers and your parents someday. That got him into a lot of trouble. Dreams of all the Babylonian kings in Daniel, and then Daniel's ability to interpret the dreams, because God knew the dreams, and they were very prophetic. Uh, Dreams of Joseph, the father of of Jesus, warning him to flee to Egypt, like specific things, like causing a dream and saying, go to Egypt, flee from um, (laughs) this... excuse me, From you'll have to edit that out, flee, flee from this evil uh, king. So clearly, God is able to access our dreams to give us messages. He's able to encourage us and give us warnings, and I think sometimes even test us. So um, does God still do that today? I think it can happen, of course, but I, I wouldn't say it's the same today as it was then. Because we have a more perfect picture in Christ. Uh, We have a complete word, infallible word. If we need to hear from God, we have the full counsel of his revelation and we simply go to his word and believe it. But Satan or demons are not like God. They don't have omniscience, omnipresence. They are not omnipotent. All the alms, they're not that. God is. And that's a great comfort. I think that helps us to just give us a good answer. God is omnipresent. Therefore, he doesn't even have to be in the mind in order to know our thoughts. God is everywhere. He knows everything. Um, so, Satan is not that way. Um, what about those dreams, though, like that, you know, we, you and I could probably reference, and anybody listening, that involve insanely harmful acts, things that we do in our dreams that we would never do in person, terrifying scenarios of death and sinful acts and sometimes even sexual immorality this i know that this happens in in marriages and relationships i'm sure sometimes even husbands and wives they wake up and they're mad at their spouse they're like, you cheated on me it was a dream i i didn't control that you know how many times has that scenario played out in a bedroom between husband and wife christian men and women and you have to s- sort of take those thoughts into into captivity and believe the truth um so if you're, if you're listening to this and you're having that argument, just re- realize that the subconscious is not something that somebody can control. Dreams are not an area where you can sin. You can't sin in your dreams. They might be about sin, but you're not controlling those, those things. They could be influenced by outside things. But. So what about all those? Like in, what about those incredibly uh, realistic and harmful things? And so I'm sure we've all woken up from dreams um, where you're even looking around the room going, what kind of evil presence is here? What, what is going on? Um, so again, dreams are in the subconscious, uh, subconscious, and, um, and I'm, I'm not convinced that Satan has access to the subconscious. That's kind of what we're asking. Does he have access to the subconscious? God alone is able to read our thoughts before they were formed. So First Kings 8.39, we have a great scripture. It says, Then here in heaven your dwelling place, and forgive and act and give to everyone according to all his ways, whose heart you know, for you alone know the hearts of all the sons of men. That's God's. God knows the hearts. Psalm 139 verses 1 and two. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts from afar off. So that's, that's God's place of knowing the thought and the mind and even being able to influence there. So that said, it's also important to understand that we're spiritual beings. So we are spiritual beings before we are physical beings. That, that is the real part of us. Spiritual activity and dreams are part, and I think part and parcel to, to just living. And the Christian needs to be diligent in arming his or herself with the spiritual armor that God has given to ensure our victory. Namely, those tools are the word of God and the knowledge of the gospel. So if somebody is having dreams, and they're demonic, and they seem to be influenced by, by darkness, you, uh, the Christian has every tool, every, every bit of um, help from the Lord to overcome that. Um, so I, I wanna just acknowledge that, first of all, that we are spiritual beings, and so this is part of our life. We do have some interesting things, so maybe this sort of helps with this question, even the curiosity. Um, Check out, check out the scripture, Acts 5.3. It says, But Peter said to Ananias, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself?" So this is when Ananias and Sapphira, they were lying about the money. And th- this says that Satan filled their heart. There was an influence on the heart to lie. So there is some sort of influence that Satan obviously is able to have on the mind. We have something else in John 13.2. And it says, and supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. So there we have two activities where Satan is, ordered, is able to influence the conscious mind, not the subconscious, not the dream. That's kind of the line I'm trying to, to, to draw here. So scripture, though, it, it seems to say that every area in time that Satan is able to attack or influence or do things that way uh, with, a, with a direct causation, it's on the conscious mind when we have the opportunity to then fight back. And I think that's a grace from God. It's, I mean, that's merciful because um, then we have the opportunity to bring our thoughts into subjection, to resist the devil and draw near to Christ so that the enemy would flee. But um, so, again, neither of those scenarios are in the subconscious. So what happens in the conscious conscience world uh, or reality can affect your subconscious Like, so whatever, maybe, you know, you know how it's said, what did you eat for dinner kind of a thing? I don't know if it's always good to say that a bad dream just came because you ate spicy food. I think that's a little bit of a cop out. I think there are times that when we have horrific dreams or dreams that seem like there's something spiritual going on, that we need to seek the Lord about that. We need to ask God, what is, is there a, a, a place where because I am relaxed in my spiritual fight... Am I allowing, uh, is there a foothold? Is there an area where Satan is, or his demons are seeking to steal, kill, destroy? They're taking my joy, they're, um, you know, something is being influenced, and so that's going into my subconscious, and when I'm dreaming, it's affecting. You're burying down, when you read things about dreams, that dreams are where you're putting away long-term memory. That's what they say, and so like when you're dreaming, And and there's all these crazy chemical processes and stuff that, (laughs) excuse me, that happen when you're dreaming. So what what Christians need to do is, we need to do all we can to to feed and then shield our minds with what Paul calls the helmet of salvation. So that clearly is a, a directive to guard our minds with, the fact and the truth of our eternal salvation and our security in Christ. And I think that is one armor that we have against, um, dreams, dreams or thoughts that we're having. And so whatever, whatever conscious thing or memory that you're having, that's, that's moving into your dream space, uh, take that to the Lord, give it to God, pray, ask the Lord to protect your mind. Also scripture says love God with all your mind. I think there's a reason why that's included in that great command or the love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and that the mind is included is because our mind is so susceptible to deception and to the things of the enemy, and so we need to be constantly feeding our minds, which Paul tells us, be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so should the enemy seek to steal, kill, destroy, we we know that he can only do what God allows him to do. And so then you start thinking about places like Job, um, and this is a really interesting I don't want to freak you out, Austin, but this is a really interesting thing that happens in Job chapter four. Are you familiar with this? I'm not. I don't think so. Okay, it's 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 pretty amazing. And so this is like when you when you start thinking about scripture. does scripture say anything about demonic influence in a dream? Um, this is the one place. Um, and so there, this is Eliphaz. He's one of the bad counselors. That's the the friend of Job. And so uh, it says this. He's he you know he's still kind of starting to sort of blame Job and say, well, you know, you know bad things are happening to, to you because you probably have done bad things. And so he says this in Job 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 11, it says, A word was secretly brought to me. My ears caught a whisper of it. Amid disquieting dreams in the night when deep sleep falls on people, fear and trembling seized me and made all my bones shake. A spirit glided past my face and the hair on my body stood on end. It stopped but I could not tell what it was. A form stood before my eyes and I heard a hushed voice. So, interesting moment, right? And so, the reality is there is a spiritual world. There is a spiritual realm. I think we do have Demonic and sometimes satanic, seemingly satanic dreams. Not that we are being satanic or somehow trying to do that, but when that happens to the Christian, I think it's a sign for us to, to fight in the spiritual realm. That's what scripture says that we, our, our warring is not against flesh and blood. We know we're warring in the spiritual world, and the spiritual armor that we've been given and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're spiritual things. So the Christian needs to pray. Uh, I would say some practical things. Even though I would say no, Satan cannot cause you to dream, I think we need to be aware, conscious and and intentional about what's going on in our in the, in the reality and the conscious part of our lives when we 're awake, what are we doing when we 're awake mm-hmm. and don't don't pretend that one doesn't affect the other um, and so here's a I want to sort of wrap up with a really good thought from Richard Baxter, and uh, I would encourage this for um Anybody before you go to sleep, um, if you're struggling with dreams, if you've had uh, incessant nightmares, um, things that seem to be influenced by Satan, but you're a follower of Christ. Um, the reason for that could be many things, um, could be a test, could be that God is allowing it to strengthen you, uh, to cause you to cling to him, to run to him, to depend on him, to pray. Um, but don't give Satan more credit than he's due. Um, yeah, he is, he is evil, he's a liar, he's a deceiver. But listen to this from Baxter. He says, if you sweeten your last thoughts with the love of Christ and the remembrance of your former mercies or the foresight of your eternal joys or can confidently cast them and yourself upon some promise, it will tend to the quietness of your sleep and to the savoriness of your dreams. And if you should die before morning, Will it not be most desirable that your last thoughts be holy? So there are things that you could and should actively do. This is a crazy, strange question. And I think scripture gives us enough evidence to know that the one who rules the space of our mind and every space on earth where there is no one can hide from him is God. God is everywhere. So the Christian should give far more thought to that, filling your mind with his mercies, with your salvation, the savoriness of of who he is, and that is your protection when it comes to your dreams, these areas where you can't control. I read a story when I was prepping for this of a a woman who, and we probably all had these thoughts too in these dreams, where in your dream, um, it could be so severe that in your dream, it's almost like a, a demonic possession is taking place. Something's happening so... So terrifyingly satanic that you try to cry out to Jesus, but your voice doesn't work. It's a weirdly common dream mm-hmm. that the Christian tries to call out to Jesus, but can't in the dream. And then at some point you wake up and, and in your conscious state, you cry out to Jesus. What, what's up with that? Mm-hmm. Now, this is ask, now this is Ask Austin. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all that to say, there, there does seem to be a common denominator and that, and that Satan knows that the power is in Christ. And maybe there's some fear or some influence or something that's causing those sorts of dreams. Um, and I would say, to, it's, it's, if it's anything, it's, a, it's an encouragement to cling to Christ and know the gospel and shield yourself and arm yourself with the things that God has given us. So hopefully that answers the question. I could have just said no. But, you know... <laughs> to elaborate and maybe inspire a little bit of study um but i find a lot of comfort in that had, being, being one who's had dreams like that um i know what it can be like and uh it's a it's kind of a crazy thing but um our confidence is in the lord yeah i've i've definitely been uh
0: I've been someone who uh struggles who, who who has struggled in the past with with these kinds of dreams and you're just like It's like, I didn't want to have that dream. It's like, somehow, you know, go to bed and it's like I was thinking about this certain thing or like, you know, this, uh, certain topic and before I go to bed and it comes up in my mind, it's like, no, like, you know, whether it be, you know, like a, a sinful act or, you know, like a, just a straight up demonic dream where just, yeah, uh, aggressive things are going on or whatever. It's like, no, I didn't want that.
1: Yeah. But. Yeah. So your waking, your waking thought, your first thought should be after coming out of those. I think it would be seek the Lord, ask the Lord, why are you having these dreams? Is there anything that is there something that you need to repent from? Something that you need to turn from? Is there some influence in your life in your life that's affecting that? And and make those decisions. Be intentional with your life. I, I know guys that that actually Christian men, Christian people that love uh, love and regularly watch um, horror movies. I don't know how they don't have. Dreams every night. I probably would. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know. It's different for each person. And the enemy is an observer, and he knows the things um, that uh, he knows the things that will influence you towards towards sin and compromise, and the temptations that will trip you. Um, scripture says though that uh, we are if we resist the devil, draw near to him, and he will flee to us, flee from us. And so we we draw near to Christ. That's, yeah. That is that's the answer ultimately. You put faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm.
0: That's great. Yeah, Joel, thanks for answering that. And um Hannah, thanks for sharing that question. It's a good question. Um so hope that was helpful to you and it blessed you as well. Um so if there's someone listening to this and you have a question that you are just maybe wrestling with or struggling with, reading the Bible and you're not getting any good answers, we'd love to we'd love to hear your question. So you can text us your question to 207-790-1955, and Lord willing, we'll be able to answer your question in future episodes. And we hope you were blessed by today's episode, and if you were, we'd love for you to continue to check out episodes like these. So to stay connected with us, hit the follow or the subscribe button at the top of our page, and also make sure to give us a review as it helps us out a lot with getting our Christ-centered content out on these platforms. So that's all we have for today. We hope you have a blessed day, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the New City Church podcast. For more content from New City Church, check us out on any of the major podcasting platforms. Or if you want to find our gathering times, location, or any other information about New City, check out our website at www.bathnewcity.church. We hope to have you join us next episode.